The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn from savvy, street-smart entrepreneurs how to make the leap from running a stressful business that's always putting out fires to leading a successful company that is innovative, productive, profitable. Now, here's Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take their company, firm, or organization to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. <clears throat> I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today is Mike Kramer, an award-winning leadership consultant and successful entrepreneur. He will give us real-world insights into the science of building a great company because he's done it. He founded the Breakthrough Best Practices Movement and was awarded the most innovative program of the year by Chicago's Duman Center of Entrepreneurship. His most recent success is the founding of the Manage Hub Accelerator, which helps business owners adopt the same kind of management practices used by the largest companies to create sustainable, scalable, and saleable businesses. You'll hear how this powerful team collaboration tool dramatically improves efficiency, team communication, product service quality, and customer satisfaction. Most importantly, you'll learn how to free your time to work on your business and enjoy your life. Welcome, Mike. It's a pleasure to have you on the program. Well, thank you so much, Marsha. I'm so happy to be here. Well, let's get right into it. Um, how are you trying to help small businesses? Well, I've always felt that small businesses struggle to build the management systems they need to really scale. Okay. There's a science to building a great business, and they just don't have the tools. So, um, so can you tell me a little more about that and then maybe go into some of the problems they're facing? Yeah. So, for example, the largest companies, the companies that are thriving, that are growing, mm-hmm. that are innovators, Mm-hmm. They have in place a set of management practices that allows them to be very flexible and nimble. So small businesses will help themselves uh, to become just as competitive and prepared for growth if they would start adopting these same kinds of time-tested quality management practices 
That's what I've dedicated myself to do, to make available to small businesses the same kinds of management practices used by the largest and most successful companies to become highly organized, to become innovative, to be productive, and I think your viewers want this the most of all, to become profitable, consistent <laughs> right. profits. <laughs> right, because, you know, um, many small businesses, and I think you'll get into this, uh, some are struggling, some are growing, but they seem to, you know, plateaued, and um, some are, you know, are really on that growth curve. So I, I know you're going to, what, what you're going to be talking about is um, going to be applicable to all these kinds of businesses. But let's, you know, take a deeper dive in this. Um, so, you know, whether you're struggling as a business, whether you're growing as a business, uh, whether you're scaling or, um, you know, whatever, there are problems that you are facing. And in other words, you know, there's some pain. Uh, there's, there is excitement. There is uh, enthusiasm. But there are times when, when, when a, <laughs> a business owner is saying, what in the world did I get myself into? So can mm. you talk a bit about that? Yeah. So let's, let's just define the kind of business, the small business that we're trying to help here. Because okay. it's very clear uh, the difference between a business that's poised for success and one that I call they're struggling from growing and slowing pains. Yes, yes. And so those kinds of businesses typically experience um, a lot of dissatisfied customers. It's very inconsistent. They're not able to deliver the same consistent, high-quality products and services to all of their customers all the time. That's a key indicator. They've got disgruntled employees. There's a right. lot of politicking. Sometimes they wonder, who's working for who? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a horrible moment when the employer is, and the owner is thinking, what just happened here? They've got the power. Where did, when did I lose the power? Uh, there's miscommunication and misalignment. They don't seem focused on their strategies. They don't know how to implement the project. Um, there's employee resistance for everything. There's an, an inability to break through. This is another key thing, Marsha. A lot of these small businesses, they, they have their secret sauce, mm -hmm. meaning mm -hmm. that they can turn on their marketing engine, how, whatever it might be, and they can drive new business into the front door, but they can't maintain that quality, so they lose as many customers out the back door mm -hmm. as they gain in the front door. And that's why a lot of these companies, uh, these business owners, they're frustrated. They don't understand what is happening to me. I can, I can spend my money on marketing, and it works, but I'm not growing. Why is that happening? Yes. yes. Yeah, so we're trying to solve that problem. And, of course, the stress and the inability to scale and the lack of innovation and lack of accountability, all of that, it's all bundled up into those pain points. And just to add on to that, I'm sure all of us who are customers – uh, or clients of businesses have seen that as we are trying to um, utilize their services or buy their products or get information. And I know my normal reaction is, um, I'm not sure I want to continue working with this company or buying from this company or utilizing their services. So it's really important that they have what I call their act together. And I think that's mm -hmm. what you're talking about, right? Yeah, it's 
It's so genius that you mentioned that because, you know, you could just think of the last time you ordered a pizza from your favorite pizza joint mm-hmm. and it came with a soggy bottom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're so disappointed because, number one, these pizzas are expensive these days and you really had your, your heart set on that crunchy crust. And so I guarantee you the next time you're ready to place an order, you're thinking, maybe I should try that new joint. Mm-hmm. People, customers are very unforgiving. You're, when you think about your customers, you think like, why are they so unforgiving? But when you're the customer, of course you're unforgiving, <laughs> you know? So why is it that business owners can't, you know, make that connection? <laughs> yes, because we all have been customers, all yeah. of us. Um, and so, you know, you've outlined the, the you know, the pain points, um, and I know business owners can identify with that. Um, so l- let's, you know, dive a little deeper into it. I know you've talked uh, to me about the l curve and the research that's been done mm-hmm. um, and the Baldrige Award. And I know that yeah. these things are so important to you. Um, and that's what you're, 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 you're totally involved in, in this. So can you talk a, a bit about that? Yeah, well, one of the motivation, motivating factors for me to, to get involved in helping small businesses was when I started to see the statistics. It's more than just the growing and slowing pains. Business owners aren't aware of how difficult it is for them to really succeed in the long term. And when you look at the government statistics, I call it the collectively is the problem of the L-shaped curve because there's this, you could picture it in your mind, this shallow L-shaped curve where every startup is, um, when, once they survive one year, what's the likelihood that they'll continue surviving year after year after year? And about 50% of businesses fail in their first five years. Mm-hmm. But it's even worse than that because the government statistics do not consider the first year. Mm-hmm. They only consider starting at year two. So if you really consider all the failures of all the startups, I think the, the statistics would be even more frightening. But as it is, if you survive the first year, then there's a 50-50% likelihood that you won't be in existence after year five. It's shocking, and it continues. It never stops. They stop taking statistics after 17 years, and the trend to zero continues. But that's not the only statistic that is really frightening. The other is the contribution of small businesses to GDP and to employment. If you look at those statistics, there's a a negative trend. And, you know, you often hear that small businesses are referred to as the backbone of our economy. But for how long, Marcia? If you look at the statistics, you you see it falling precipitously from 50% down. And so um, the most shocking statistic of them all is for the first time in the history of the United States of America, there are more businesses failing than starting up. So we have a net loss of small businesses fueling our economy. So we have to do something. So we, we set out to solve the problem of the L-shaped curve. We want to figure out what, can, what tools, what methods, what can we provide the small business owner to make their success more predictable, more long-lasting, more profitable, more exciting, get rid of those growing and slowing pains, really make these companies thrive so that they'll fuel the economy, but they'll also fuel a great life for themselves and their employees. 
I'm glad you ended on that point because as you were going through the statistics, my first thought was, oh, this is a downer, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, um, and if I'm a business owner listening to this, I'm, am I going to be more depressed? But, you know, the, the thing is you bring it back. It, it, there are ways to deal with this. Um, and so um, I know you and I have uh, talked about, um, you know, why this is happening. And, you've, you know, we, and the idea of what's that management gap. And so can you talk a bit about that as well? Yeah. So in order to solve this problem of the L-shaped curve, what we first wanted to do is try and understand it. So we joined forces with the Baldrige Performance Excellence Program. Have you ever heard of Baldrige? I have, and maybe I would think many of my listeners have, but just for those who haven't, give a little, like, one sentence about the Baldrige, okay? Okay. Baldrige is very important. Baldrige was created by an act of Congress in 1987, and if anybody out there in radio land can remember the 80s, uh, it wasn't a stellar period in American manufacturing history. You know, we were starting to buy a lot of Japanese cars versus American cars, and American industry seemed to be in decline, and Congress was very concerned that what's going to happen to us in this emerging global economy. So they created the Baldrige Program. It's called the Baldrige Performance Excellence Program. Its whole mission was to encourage businesses of all sizes, starting with small businesses, to adopt quality management practices, the practices most associated with success. And the largest companies adopted Baldrige. Uh Many of Uh them won the Baldrige Award. But in an era of trickle-down economics, it never really quite trickled down to small businesses, even though Congress, in the first category of organization they wanted to benefit was small business. So why is it that small businesses aren't benefiting? So what we wanted to understand is, what is the level of adoption of quality management among small businesses? So we joined forces with Baldrige, the Baldrige organization, and we conducted a research study. It was a groundbreaking research study. It's still ongoing. Um, We've surveyed over 450 organizations, and we uncovered what we call the management gap. And here's, you want to hear a couple of the uh, findings, because they're kind of revealing. Sure. And just to let you know, we have a little about three to four minutes left before the break. So go for it. Okay. The, The first thing is that small business owners think that they're building solid companies. (laughs) <laughs> so they're under the impression that they're going to be in business for a long time. So that's the first thing that they need to know, that when you look at your business, don't have rose-colored eye, uh, glasses on. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, the second thing is that there's, most of these businesses are not implementing even the most basic quality management practices that are associated with long-term success. For example, they're not documenting their processes. They're not engaging their employees in continuous improvement. They're, they don't have a strategic focus. Mm-hmm. The basics, nothing complicated here. They're not, they're not doing it in generally speaking. We also discovered that although they're aware of management uh, theory, you know, they read books, whatever, they're there's nothing practical about their knowledge. They, they don't know how to implement it. So there's a fundamental lack of the right kind of management education. And then the thing about it, uh, the underlying you know, finding, is that their success is random. And the way one of the researchers described it is they're looking 
at a magnificent house of cards. Did you ever see a magnificent house of cards where you're wondering, how does that stand up, but it's like awesome? Right, right. (laughs) At any moment, any little card can slip, and the whole structure caves in, right? So, But at this moment in time, it's magnificent. So even these successful small businesses that are generating profits right now and everything is, you know, looking good for the future, Mm -hmm. it might Mm -hmm. not be stable. And so the business owners need to do something, right? Yeah, Um, proactively. Proactively. And you may want to give just a little because, you you know, you've outlined the problem and Mm -hmm. you've outlined it very well. But then there has to be a solution. And I think that's what is what is so important about this program is we're going to give them solutions. So can you just give a little, you know, before I break, a little, uh, you know, snippet about talking about the solutions. And then we can, uh, about building, I know you've talked about building a, a, a management machine. Yeah. yeah, okay. So first, I, I've been a business owner. So I don't like all these guru approaches that are out there. So everything that we decided to uh, pursue and to build tools that will help small business owners, everything that we're doing is non-guru. It's a non-guru zone. Everything is just providing small business owners with time-tested, tried-and-true quality management practices that are easy to implement. And that's that's the fundamental key here. And the way I describe what they need is a management machine. And uh, they have to build a management machine. They have to treat management like any other critical operational process in their business. And so we could talk a lot about that because we've got to help business owners build that machine. Well, you know, this is an ideal time for a short break. Um, I'm Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Mike Kramer, founder of Manage Hub Accelerator. You're listening to the Business Edge on the Business Channel of Voice America. Stay tuned, and when we come back, Mike is going to show us how to build this great management machine. Stay tuned. There's a science for building a successful business. The number one requirement is that you have a management system that controls all its moving parts. Without the system, your business is disorganized. Your quality is inconsistent. Your customers complain. With this system, your business is transformed into a finely tuned machine that is innovative, productive, profitable. Sign up now for the Manage Hub Quick Start Workshop. It's completely free, and you'll get instant access to ManageHub software, training, and support. Go from stressful to successful. Visit MarshaZidle.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E.com. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G L E N, at InspireNexus.com. 
Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. You're tuned in to The Business Edge with Marsha's Idol. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today is Mike Kramer, founder of the Management Hub Accelerator, which helps business owners adopt the management practices used by the largest companies to create sustainable, scalable, and saleable businesses. At the end of the last segment, Mike got into uh, what, you know, he talked about the problems that uh, business owners are having and, uh, you know, that could be a downer. So I said, what are some of the solutions? Because we want, we want to help business owners uh, be successful. And Mike talked about uh, building a management machine. And so we're going to now build together that management machine. So tell me about that, Mike. How well, do we first, start? Yeah. First, I just want to reiterate that this idea of a management machine, um, everything that we're going to talk about now is just applying the same kinds of time-tested quality management practices that are used by the largest organizations to become successful. And we want to make these kinds of time-tested quality management practices accessible to small business so they can be, I call them the three S's, sustainable, that means they're long-lived, scalable, that means that they're pro-growth, they can grow, 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 and not stop, they could deliver consistency to everybody, and saleable, meaning that they have enormous retained value that one day when they're ready to sell, they'll be able to. Okay, so but in order to achieve that, um, the way I like to describe it is to build a management machine. And what that is, is um, you have to treat management like any other critical process that you have in your business Mm -hmm. and you have to automate it. So, for example, accounting. So if you have software that automates accounting, right? right, you need a method to automate management. 
And so now as we discuss this idea, this concept of building a management machine, let's try and identify what components you need to automate management so that you can scale and you can be sustainable and you can be saleable one day. Okay, sound okay. good? So let's start. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so let's – and I, I always like to do this. I like you to build the machine, <laughs> all right, okay. because it makes but, it fun, right? Right, And everybody right. in Radioland can, can follow along because right. you have to come to terms with the fact that you need the machine, right? right. So the way this little experiment starts is I need you to describe the ultimate business. Right? We all know great companies out there, right? There's local businesses that we love, and there's national businesses that we dream about going to, like Disney, right? Right. So I want you to start by just describing a great business. Give me a couple of adjectives that describes them. Well, a great business, first of all, um, uh, when I go in, they have the products or services that I am looking for. Mm. And uh, uh, also, uh, the people who are there or who I'm talking to on the phone or whatever are helpful. Um, uh, and not they like being there. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, if I – and again, let, let's, let's go back to if you're walking into an establishment, it's clean. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the environment – the environment is very important to me. Do I feel good when I go in there? Um, do I feel like I'm being cared for? Do I feel that I'm going to get uh, the service that I want? Uh, do I feel I'm going to get the right kind of service? Am I going to be bounced from one place to another to another? Um, all these things are important to me, whether I am going to a Disney, you know, uh, uh, is the food good? Are the employees helpful? Or if I'm going to into a hospital for some surgery, which I just did, um, how was I treated there? So, you know, these are and, – and what I, I really like is the business, the hospital, the organization – they know what they are about. They're focused in delivering great service and great products. Does that, does yeah. that ring a bell mm-hmm. to you? So this is what I'm hearing. You like right. consistent, high-quality products and services mm-hmm. that are delivered by friendly people who really like give you the sense that they're happy to be there. Right. It's clean. It's organized. It's focused. Right? It's mm-hmm. like a finely tuned machine, right? Right. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And you know what? Um, it's profitable. Have you ever gone into one of these organizations that didn't seem like it's just oozing cash, you know, because well, yeah. it's popular. <laughs> right. And I've been into ones that you know they are cash-strapped. You really do. You can see it from, you know, you walk in there and, and, and the employee's attitude and everything like that. So what's the next step in, in building this machine? Yeah. So now that we've identified and been able to describe what greatness is, and we can compare it with a company that's disorganized and unfocused and dirty and unhappy employees, right? So we know what greatness looks like. What do we need to achieve greatness? So now what I'd like you to do is identify the critical elements, the cogs in our machine, if you will, necessary to deliver excellence. What's the first fundamental, most important thing? I gave you a little hint. Yeah, to me, it's you need leaders who can lead. Right. Excellent. Leaders. The leader 
the most fundamental thing, they have to have the right attitude. They have to have commitment to achieving excellence. If you Mm -hmm. don't have a leader that's willing to do that, there's very little that any of us can do to help that leader. They have to be, com- com- they have to be committed to achieving excellence, driven to excellence, even in tough times. Right. I, and, you know, it's interesting because I, mm. I live in Dallas, mm. and, of course, Southwest Airlines, uh, is their home office here, and generally they are known for excellent service. And you talk to anyone there, their hiring practices are we hire people who can, be, who ha- uh, can have fun and have the right attitude. We can teach them the skills. Now, obviously, with a pilot, they have to have the skills, too. But to them, it's the attitude. Are they committed, as you said? Um, are they committed to excellence? So that first thing, you know, uh, is leaders. Yeah, uh, leaders. Right, what, what's right. another cog? Another cog to me is, and again, going from the leaders, it's a, a strategy. It's a roadmap for success. Right. And you have a lot of experience with strategy. So... I'm glad that you mentioned it. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, a strategy. So you're, you're a great strategist, and I bet the number one fundamental thing that you're frustrated with, because I talk to a lot of strategic planning consultants, mm-hmm. is that they can create the most beautiful strategic plan, but what, what they, don't they do? They don't execute it. They don't, <laughs> exactly. implement, they don't implement it. It is stuck in a drawer, okay? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I call that? What? Finished, filed, and forgotten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, the, the exercise of building that strategic plan has value in its own right. So it doesn't, I, I don't want to discount that as like a very important exercise because in that right moment, in that one moment in time, there's value in it. But it's not lasting value. It's not a living strategic, you know, experience or um, element. So I think that what, let's call this COG a living strategic plan. Right. What's another, what's another element that you think? We've got leaders, we have strategy. What's another critical element? Of course, it needs customers mm-hmm. uh, or they won't stay in business. Right. So customers, in relation to customers, it's a, it's a sense of what the customer's needs are. Mm-hmm. Right? So the whole reason they exist is to serve the, the evolving needs of the customer. Right. So, and that's why if you look at any of these national brands, they're always coming out with new products and services, right? Because they're always touching base with their customers to find out what do they want right now. Is it just a reaction to their competitor or are they really in tune mm-hmm. to the evolving needs of their customers? So that's excellent. So, so far we've got leaders, we've got strategy, we have customers. Um, what else do we need? Well, you need a workforce and you need engaged employees um, uh, to provide the services and to uh, produce the products. So this relates to a lot of what you described earlier, doesn't it? Yes, yes. Um, your experience is with the, with the people who are delivering the products and services, right? Right. Yeah. So excellent. Uh, so employees, employees who are engaged, right? Employees mm-hmm. who care about the business. How many business owners have you talked to that are frustrated because it doesn't seem like their employees care anymore about the business? 
Yes. And then I've recently had experience uh, with some medical procedures. And, you know, I would think who in the world would want to be involved in this? And, and, and the, the people who I talked to said because they care. They, they see themselves as providing health to, to, to uh, patients or preventing sickness from patients. So they are both committed, engaged in what they do. Um, and I'm sure they're not making a, a, a tremendous amount of money, but they mm-hmm. are. But they are. They are committed. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you know, th- th- you just reminded me of something critically important here because this is a, an important lesson that everybody can learn from. So, what if here you have an employee, right, who's committed, mm-hmm. who cares, right? Mm-hmm. What if they have a leader who doesn't give them the opportunity they need to deliver? that uh, achieve that level of that sense that they're helping or that their voice is heard or they're making a difference. What happens to that employee? He gets um, uh, disengaged. He gets dissatisfied. He doesn't, he, he just uh, does the, you know, does the minimum job. He does not go the extra mile, all those things that, you know. So let's keep happen. that in mind because that's a critical, critical idea that we're going to come back to. Let's just, continue building our machine business. Okay. I think there's a couple of more elements. Yeah, there's two others that we've, you know, one is uh, they need efficient operations to get the products and services out the door, okay? Right. Efficient operations. They have to define their processes so that every time they deliver that pizza, it has a what? A crispy bottom, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Consistency. If you don't have operations that are automated, that are consistent, delivering consistent quality, you wind up with dissatisfied customers. Right. And then what else do we need? And then finally, I think the big, the umbrella is a culture that brings everyone together. Yeah, a culture, Um, a a sense of where we're headed and that Mm -hmm. we're all in this together and that everybody's going to benefit as we grow. Culture of excellence. All right. Okay. So we identified these, these elements, right? Right. Now, many organizations out there, a lot of small business owners, have elements of these in place, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can hear some of these small business owners out in Radio Land thinking, like, I've got really nice employees. Or I, I'm a great leader. Or I just had that strategic plan created. Right? right? But I call those silos of capability. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay? They, you have to think of these elements as cogs in a machine that integrate, that work together. And if they don't work together, what happens? You get those dissatisfied employees. So if you hire a great employee who came with great attitude, but you as a leader do not engage them, you don't ask them what you know, their opinions are, or to give them an opportunity to truly express themselves, then slowly they become disengaged and maybe they'll even leave. Right. Or even if, um, you know, it's not even the leader, but they don't have the resources, the right uh, uh, old computers, uh, machines that that don't work, and the leader doesn't listen to them, uh, they are, the employees are not going to do their best either. So, you know, it seems like the efficient opera, everything works together. That's what you're really saying, right? Everything has to work together like a finely tuned management machine. Right, right. Now, (laughs) do you know what the problem is? What's the problem? It's very difficult to build the machine. It's very easy to talk about this in theory, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, I encourage everybody who hasn't gone out there yet, uh, buy a book called Good to Great or a book called E-Myth. You'll, they talk about you have to have a system, a consistent system, a management system. You know, uh, that's what they talk about if you want to achieve consistency and a high level of success. But they don't tell you how to do it. Uh-huh. And that's why we built the accelerator, the Manage Hub Accelerator, because we want to teach people how to actually implement these ideas. And part of that is just giving them a ready-made management machine. Just like you turn on management software, we want you to turn on Manage Hub software so that you have a ready-made management machine so you could start integrating leaders, leadership and strategy and engage your employees and focus on employee, engage, uh, employee satisfaction and develop consistent processes that deliver crispy pizza every time. <laughs> okay. Um, and I know we're going to get into a little more about the uh, management accelerator, but we have about a minute left. So how about, you know, we, um, what are some f- thoughts before we end uh, this segment? And then we'll come back to talk more about it in segment three. Um, well, I think the, the critical thing here to remember yes. is yeah. that nobody has to reinvent the wheel any longer. Ah, Okay, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're constantly bombarded with these ideas. There's nothing that we've discussed so far is, you know, earth-shattering, right? Uh, you have to engage your employees. How to do it is, is what's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So the frustration, the cost, actually the cost and the time it takes to build the machine and start using it is what prevents a lot of small businesses from integrating these elements. So our focus has to be on practical implementation and giving small businesses the tools they need to quickly adopt these quality management practices so they don't become a statistic on the L-shaped curve. Well, that is a good way to end uh, this uh, segment. Uh, it's time for a short break. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Mike Kramer, founder of Management Hub, Hub Accelerator. Uh, you're listening to The Business Edge, and stay tuned because uh, Mike is going to talk further about um, how can businesses Uh, implement these management practices so it's not so costly and it doesn't take so much time and they can do it efficiently. So stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or snelling.com. There's a saying... 
If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn. G-L-E-N at InspireNexus.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. You're tuned in to The Business Edge with Marsha's Idol. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. I'm Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moose Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today is Mike Kramer, founder of the Manage Hub Accelerator, which helps business owners adopt the management practices used by the larger companies to create sustainable, scalable, and sellable businesses. And at the end of the last segment, um, Mike talked about, and we really went through an interesting exercise of building this management machine and what are the elements of it. And so that's one piece of it. Um, what is what is the, the the managed machine? But now, how do you transform your company into a finely tuned machine that's innovative, productive, and profitable? So that's my question to you: How do you take the elements and transform it and bring it into your company? Well, thank you so much for asking the question because. I've devoted so many years <laughs> to creating a solution for small business owners that is easy for them to implement. Because like we said before, talking about these ideas, nothing that we've discussed so far is complicated, right? It's easy right. to talk about in theory. Mm-hmm. It's implementing it is difficult. It takes enormous amount of time. It takes enormous amount of treasure. Two things of which small business owners don't have. So what we have focused on is how do we develop systems, tools, and training that small business owners can easily implement that won't take too much of their time, 
uh, certainly they're going to have to make it a focus of effort and activity, but uh, not too much, and also be very cost-efficient for them, that they really achieve a, a great ROI. Here, here's something that we should talk about for a moment. Large companies who have implemented these kinds of quality management practices are very lean operating. <laughs> they don't have a lot of waste. When you look at a small business, most of them are, they have a lot of waste. And so I just want you to think about this for a second. Um, when you, when a small business owner uh, wants to increase profits, what's, you know, they want to grow. What's the first thing that they do? Uh, many of them increase their prices. Okay, they increase their prices, but they, they also um, increase their marketing budget, right? And they, they increase their marketing budget, right. Mm-hmm. So if they have a gross profit of 30%, what falls to the bottom line for every dollar that they, that they spend? Or a dollar of sales, new dollar of sales? Uh, you tell me. Okay. 30 cents. 30 cents. Okay. 30 cents are available. But if they can save 30 cents of waste, ah. 30 cents falls right into their pocket. Right. right. So it's very easy to help inefficient small businesses become more profitable simply by helping them become lean operating. So there's a lot of ROI in the suggestions that um, we promote through the Manage Hub Accelerator program. And that's what we've built. We've built a turnkey program for small businesses that gives them everything that they need to start adopting these same kinds of time-tested quality management practices used by the largest businesses. So let's get into what is part. You know, we're talking about the solution here. And so to talk more about, the, you know, what is part of the Management Hub Accelerator, this, this turnkey program. Yeah, the Manage Hub Accelerator, we have... It's a four-part curriculum, right. four on-demand videos that deliver content when it's convenient for the small business owner. It's the, the videos are available 24-7. Mm. It's a flipped learning approach, so it's designed to work in tandem with a coach who will review the homework assignments and make sure that they're doing everything correctly and give them encouragement and support where needed. And it starts with video number one which is all about building what we call a business model map. Okay. So for people who may not be aware of what that term means, it could mean different things to different people. Can you explain that a bit? Yeah. So a business model map inventories all of the processes that make the business operate. And mm-hmm. we organize those processes into the departments of the organization. So as a business owner out there listening in radio land, you know what all of your accounting processes are, right? So right. they prepare invoices. Mm-hmm. They make deposits. They reconcile their bank statements. For operations, if they're a bakery, well, they open up the bakery in the, at 3 in the morning. They prepare the bread mix. They put it in loaves and bake it. Each one of those is a process that can be documented. So what the business model map does is it inventories all of those processes Ah. organized by department, and then we identify who does what. So basically what we want to do is organize a business into process teams. 
Ah, yeah. Okay. And that is the fundamental key to the Manage Hub Accelerator process or the, our methodology. Um, so the way it works is we teach the front lines how to be leaders of the organization. The more we can help the front lines who do the work document and improve the work that they perform, take ownership of it, the more vibrant, the more innovative, and the more scalable the organization can become. And you know what? I just want to interject, having worked with frontline people over the years, especially in a manufacturing environment, they know what's going on. They know where the problems are. And some of them, if they're just, if you can tap the wisdom and tap uh, the brain power of these people, your business is going to grow and explode because they have the, the answers to many of the problems. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and um, absolutely. They know what's working. They know what's broken. Right. And they have a lot of talent, yes. untapped talent. And most small business owners, if they would look at their income statement, they would see that payroll is the number one expense. And you have to ask yourself, are we leveraging the full value from this most expensive resource? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's um, the first part. Um, what's the second part? Well, um, I just want to follow up just one more thing sure, about the business sure. model map. Because once we identify what the processes are, we do a little gap analysis. Okay. We identify what is systematized. So is, right. there, is there software that you use for your accounting? What's standardized? Meaning, do you have step-by-step operating procedures that make it easy for somebody to take over that process should they leave? Mm-hmm. And is it a bottleneck? Meaning, as you grow, will that process prevent you from delivering consistency? And then finally, what can you identify related to that process that is wasteful or results in problems or customer complaints? So that business model map is extremely valuable for the business owner because it gives you this beautiful 30,000-foot perspective of everything that's working and broken in the business so that you could start prioritizing an attack plan. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> and I can see where companies can really, and small business can really use this. But there are, you know, I think there are four parts to this. So can yeah. we move on to the second part? Okay. Sure. So once you have your business model map, it doubles as a source document that makes it very easy to set up your ManageHub software account. Because what ManageHub software does is it creates that beautiful management machine that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And so to create this machine, obviously we have to customize it for the individual business, right? right. <laughs> so and the way we do that is we, through using the business model map, which has strategic value in its own right, we have identified all the departments, all the processes, all the people, all the issues, right? And Mm -hmm. so we simply take that as our source document and use the Manage Hub setup wizard, and we start setting up their Manage Hub. Uh, And I I would assume you're talking to a non-techie person here, but I would assume that's not that difficult to do. It's very uh, easy. It's actually very easy. But, of course, you're working with a manage up coach, so they're going to right. support you mm-hmm. every step of the way, including reviewing your business model map, because a lot of times a business owner will make mistakes or it's not as complete as it needs to be. 
Um, and really, our objective in every step of this is to drive maximum value. So that business model map, we should be able to uncover a lot of waste, a lot of problems, a lot of inefficiency, a lot of bottlenecks that, you know, might seem a little frightening to some business owners. They, they, they don't realize right now how vulnerable they are if, if a key person leaves. And I'm glad, I'm glad you said that uh, there is help uh, for them because a lot of times you you know you, you get a program or you get some kind of software and you're just left to your own devices. And what I'm hearing from you is there is support for every business owner who who needs it to he- help them move along this process. Um, yes, because what we discovered in the accelerator, and we've been doing this for quite some time now. Is that there are three fundamental components that you need for success. First, mm-hmm. you need a curriculum. You need some kind of uh, training, right? Right, right. Then you need the software because just like, you know, you use accounting software to automate accounting, you need this Manage Hub software to automate management. Without it, it it's very disorganized. It's hard to make this whole thing sticky. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a CPA, I can tell you, I remember the days before accounting software, it wasn't fun. <laughs> so it was massive spreadsheets, you know. Um, now it's um, very easy. Everybody can just turn on their accounting software and basically perform at a very high level. Same thing with ManageHub. Once you populate it and use it, you're perfor- you've got a management system, a management machine that's allowing you to function very much like a larger organization functions. So, and the third critical element is coaching, having somebody available to answer your questions, to guide you, to assess your work, to make sure that you're on track, because you don't have time to waste. So that's a very, very valuable component. And once they set up their ManageHub software, part of the second workshop involves populating it with step-by-step operating procedures related to those critical operational processes. And we teach organizations how to do that. There's a very specific method that we teach that relates to creating scalability, to Ah. eliminating, here's the very important thing, eliminating over-dependence on specific people doing specific work. Fine. Now let's move on to the, you said there were four parts, so what's the third part? The third part is strategy. Mm -hmm. So many organizations have not defined their mission, vision, their values. They don't, they haven't identified what they're driving towards strategically, mm-hmm. and they haven't identified and connected to that project, specific projects to implement their strategies. So we give them a wonderful, what we call a strategy scorecard. That um, It's just a one-page document that allows them to see the big strategic picture and use that to measure progress over time. And now the fourth. The fourth element is employee engagement. Mm. And we show you how to leverage the software and everything that we've taught you in the accelerator to create excellent, amazing employees. And, you know, is is business an art or is it a science? What do you think? I think it's both. It's both, right? But people forget and they often say, like, oh, it's really an art. But there's a science. There has there's to a be. science to it. And yes. so what we do is we give you access to the science so that you can engage your people. Because we believe that every leader can be a great leader, every employee can be a great employee, and every business could be a great business if you just have the right tools and you follow the recipe. 
And you know what? We're going to stop at this point because I know um, we just have a couple of minutes more uh, uh, till the end. And I want to let listeners know that I am going to have Mike back because we did a fast overview and, and when he returns, we're going to go d- d- uh, dive deeper um, and perhaps um, have some c- clients who have used this so that they're real-life stories. So first, of, Mike, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show um, and for giving uh, the listeners a, a terrific overview of the Manage Hub Accelerator and how they can grow their business with less stress and more success. The other thing that I, I wanted to tell the listeners, and normally I asked uh, the guests to give uh, and how to contact them, but Mike graciously said I should give more information. So as an affiliate of Manage Hub Accelerator, I can help you do just that. I can help you set it up. I can help you implement it. I can move you from a startup to a scale-up uh, to an enterprise. So the first thing for you to do is to go to and marciazidal.com. So it is M-A-R-C-I-A. Z like zebra, I D like David, L E dot com. That will take you directly to my Manage Hub page. Uh, this, then you will scroll down and you can sign up for uh, watch the quick uh, start video workshop, learn how Management Hub can help you build a solid company that is ready to grow fast. Then you can scroll, scroll down further and you can see the programs that are offered to you. And if you need to contact me, because I would love to hear from you with your questions, you can contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at MarciaZeidel.com, M-A-R-C-I-A-Z like zebra, I-D like David, L-E.com. So uh, thank you for listening to The Business Edge. Um, and uh, I, I hope you have learned a great deal um, and how you have learned from Mike and how to take the growing pains out of growth as you move your business, firm, and organization to that next level. Make sure you're making smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Idol, the smart moves coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.